everybody. You're listening to the Behind the Scoop podcast brought to you by Scoop Empire. This is Almar, and I have the lovely <laughs> Dolly Annie with me, uh, makeup artist, artist, yes. <laughs> and so much more. Definitely. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Okay, so you've been moving around between Egypt and the US for quite some time. Yeah, that's true. How has been traveling between them affected your work? Um, it affected it in a good way and in a bad way. Bad way because I started losing opportunities that I could have been doing here when I'm there or like the opposite. Or it was really good because I had more opportunities in like two different countries. Mm-hmm. So I like got to like build my network. I got to build like a lot of a lot of connections, make more friends, you know. Relationships. So it was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's get back to the very beginning of what started it all. What what was the spark? Definitely art. I have always loved art. I loved painting and I loved the colors and I would love to mix them together to like create a great canvas. So I think the part where like my dad was in Dubai and he would buy like a lot of books about like, you know, fashion, makeup stuff. And I was just so excited about the part that makeup is literally painting, but on faces. I was like... That's so interesting, like definitely into it. And then the part that is like a bit sciencey, which is like, you know, mixing, like, you know, the texture, the chemical stuff. That was really interesting. Yeah, the formulas and stuff. So like, yeah. Does that distinction between like making art on people's faces and art in other ways, like paintings and things like that, have you still pursued that kind of art? A painting? Yeah. On like the canvas? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I love this part, but I wouldn't really do it as like a career Mm -hmm. because I don't think I'm that good at it, but I love it. Like I would still paint on like a Sunday morning. I would literally like just like put on some music and I would just like paint for like hours, even if it's not that good, but I would just like still paint. It's so exciting to me. So not professionally, but still have it as a hobby. But I love it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. So going back to your father's travels to Dubai. Yeah. Bobby Brown books. I've heard that they were one of the most important steps in your life. Oh yeah. That was like my first makeup book ever. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was so excited to like read, to learn about all the techniques, the shades, how to mix the colors. It was so exciting to me. But at the same time, I'm like 25 now. And when I look at it, like sometimes if if I'm like feeling down, if I'm like hitting like a, a bump in, in my career, I would literally like just like stare at it and I would just like, you know, read it and just think about how excited I was when I was like 15 year old and I would just like get inspired more. So They were a huge point of reference. Even yeah, you, you, you yeah. continue to go back to it. Yeah, every always. Yeah, okay. I screw up a lot. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. Yeah. Uh, practice makes perfect. You're, yeah, you have definitely. to have some manual. You have to fail, yeah. <laughs> okay, so did your dad notice your love of makeup early on? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, without him, I think I wouldn't have, like, made it anywhere. I think he's the one that really invested a lot in, like, everything from, like, emotionally, mentally, like, everything, literally. When did you start doing makeup? I... Um, I think I started when I was like 16, 17. I would was here. Practice, yeah, in Egypt. Yeah. Right. And I would practice on like family, on like, you know, friends at school. And yeah. And I was like. And what was just, the reaction? Uh, at first, <laughs> I mean, it was really bad. But obviously training and like, you know, practicing. And then when I really loved it and I thought that, okay, like that's what I'm going to be doing. 
my dad sent me for like a lot of courses where like I learned really how to do makeup and then I became a, a professional makeup artist. I think that would really help me. Were these courses here in Egypt or just in Egypt, Dubai, online? I think that really helped me a lot. Yeah. So what do you learn differently in Dubai than here in Egypt, for example? I think the same thing. I think Egypt has a lot of great academies mm-hmm. and great schools. Um, I was there at at like the time where like I loved makeup, so I just decided to do it. But Egypt is great too. Yeah. You said in a previous interview that uh, essentially makeup is a science and an art mixed together. So how yeah. does it come to play when when you're doing a makeup for somebody? It's just the part that you're thinking of behind like making the makeup. Like for example, like if I'm applying makeup, the client wouldn't really understand that more than like us that we we mix the shades, we understand the like undertones, the, you know the chemicals, the formulas, mm-hmm. all that stuff. It makes it a bit sciencey. Okay. At the same time when I'm trying to do like a makeup line, you would get into like you know the factories, you would wear like you know the coat it's like I would know yeah. <laughs> but I've seen it's it like you're like before. a scientist or something okay so I thought so that was the really hair interesting. pin thing yes the, okay. yes and like seeing the formulas the testing all that stuff I was like this is science with okay. art and like the art obviously the painting and like the colors have you yeah. been to a factory yes oh and? a lot in LA a lot how was that experience like so good so good what did you learn yeah. can you tell us what you learned a little bit yeah I, I think I learned a lot that made Makeup is really, uh, in the making, it's really cheap. And we buy it with so much money. The, that the just has to be out. Yeah, oh, oh definitely, definitely. I think that goes with everything makeup, at the moment. You know, but the, it was like, oh my God. Because like makeup is a bit like, you know, pricey for like a lot of people, especially mm. if like you're a startup. Mm. But I'm like, oh, wow, like there's a lot of like interesting stuff. Also, I learned a lot about like the texture and mm. what makes it... And it really helped me a lot. Like if I, if I want to change something in my kit, I would change like, you know, to liquid or like, you know, mm-hmm. to powder. Like I really understood how to like change the formula just by adding stuff. Okay. And, and the texture wise, how does that help? So for example, I don't want to get into so much of like the technique, but mm-hmm. for example, if you're a bit of an oily skin, you would really add the powder into like, you know, the liquid so it can make it a, a little bit diluted. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can um, add it really like shut down the oils okay. or like, you know, the opposite side. If you're a bit of like a matte, you would add oil into the foundation so you can make it a little bit glowy. So it's like okay. all the mixing stuff that, that like, that's what's so interesting about it. It's, it's not just like, you know, makeup on the face. It's a lot of work. I agree because the thing is, uh, from what you're saying is the same thing that I can see when looking at a painting is different. Yes, something yeah. is a matte painting or a, a, a glossy, glossy version. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So, when for example working with because you've worked of course with celebrities bloggers uh, makeup bloggers normal run-of-the-mill people who's your favorite to work with in general i think bloggers Mm -hmm. i think they're the or like you know like artists rappers i think they're like the best because they're like so I think they get so First why bloggers, then why rappers? These I mean, are two different like people. Same, I think they're like the same Instagrammy like creative looks. I think working with like the brides, I honestly didn't really enjoy it as much because it's very like, you know, restricted. Mm-hmm. Doing brides has changed makeup as like and like art to be a service, which is mm-hmm. you need to do this and this and that, and that's the makeup that I'm gonna pay for. Mm-hmm. But at a photo shoot, I get to 
to like you know to say what to put where or like you know how to mix this with that I think that's what I really like the most so I like photo shoots more I love like art sides more than like you know bride servicey stuff creative freedom yes. essentially let me do my makeup like <laughs> it is my makeup at the end of the day <laughs> uh, how long have you been doing makeup so far over the years I think I started when I was 17 I'm like uh, 25 mm-hmm. Lot. Let's say over a decade. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm old. <laughs> trust me, you're not. You're, trust me, you're not. I'm 33. Oh, no, I you're already good. Get, got white hair. That camera is gonna see it. I know you're good. Um, what has been your proudest moment so far? Or uh, because there's usually two moments. One that I, I've I've experienced in in my own field. One there when like yeah I made it, and there's another where. Like, I'm proud of what I've achieved. So which are the two for you? Yeah. For me, I honestly don't think I ever thought or said that I made it. It's sad, but at the same time, it's very true. It's really not healthy, but I'm trying to change it. But I never thought for a second that I actually made it. Like, I'm always thinking that I'm way behind and it keeps me pushing more. Like, it keeps me like, you know taking more like you know photo shoots getting more connections so I can get another like it just keeps me going a lot but I mm-hmm. never really sat there and like I made it even though like I've done a lot of stuff that could really make me like you know say that but I'm mm-hmm. always proud though like this right. is the one thing that I'm like always proud of but I'm really the proudest when I left um when I went to like like LA I think that was that really differentiate me from like a lot of people here which is a really good thing um and yeah I think so moving to LA. You're pushing yourself. Essentially, you haven't seen, or you're breaking the glass ceiling every single time. Yeah. It's something yeah. different. Yeah. Like, I want to be a makeup artist, and then I, I did it. And I want to teach people, and then I did it. Oh, I, I want to have a lashes line. Oh, I did it. And I, I, I want to work with this. Oh, I did it. You know what I mean? It, you keep it keeps, going up and up and up. That keeps, goal yeah. keeps moving. It's very infinite. There's no finite goal that kind of strict me, which is really good, but... I think that's that's very healthy. You keep pushing yourself to find, even if you have a certain goalpost that keeps moving, you don't stop. Because at the end of the day, if you stop, you're going to get comfortable. And if you get comfortable... That's what I'm scared of the most. Yeah. Yeah, I'm scared of getting comfortable. Like, that's like, yeah, the one thing. Have you ever felt comfortable at a certain point that you felt like, no, I need to move now or change something now? No, because I, when I see the comments on, like, for example, Instagram, where, mm-hmm. like, I get people like, oh, you, like, inspire me, you make me do this. And then I was like, me? Nah. I never really see myself from, like, the opposite side. Mm-hmm. I think that that would really, like, help me a lot. But at the same time, sometimes you really need that. And I'm always mean to, to kind of myself when I'm, like, doing mm-hmm. something wrong or I'm, like, you know. I think that's imposter but syndrome. It's, 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 it feels like <laughs> I'm, I'm not now I'm diagnosed. Like a- <laughs> No, 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 no. It's it's not it's not it's not about it's not about yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's something no, like it's true. Yeah. A, a lot of people. I think uh, when they've reached a, a large following, like I'm not that good, guys, or I, I, I at least I don't feel yeah. that good. But I can be better. Yeah. Even though people, a lot of people saying that you are. That yeah. Good. Yeah. Awesome. And you are. And you and you are. I trust. <laughs> Thank me. you. <laughs> uh, you've uh, you've been traveling again, as I said, from the U.S. and Egypt. Yeah. So. You've been on both sides. How has there been like the beauty standards or the makeup standards between the U.S. or the West and the East or the Middle East? How are they different or how are they the same? What's the difference between East and West? 
I think in the past, I would say that they're so different because like Egypt would go more for like the smoky eyes, the dark makeup, the full coverage face, you know. But L.A. would have been like, oh, it's very natural, like no lashes, no nothing. Now I feel like the whole world is doing the same beauty trends, the same makeup look, the same everything. Um, so I think now I, I can say that they're pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the same look like that, like, you know, the lifted eye, the big lips, the very contour chin. Okay. It, it's like the same face, I would say. Do you think that like social media played a huge role on that? Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the Kardashians, obviously. <laughs> That's like the number one and then social media. Okay. <laughs> yeah, How definitely. so? What was the, was, was it like a, a certain signal? Like, yeah, we're being, it's becoming a smaller world, essentially, through social media. Definitely social media have played a great role in, in that and in like connecting a lot of people and connecting trends. You know, back in the days, if like a trend that, that was in LA, you wouldn't have seen it here until like a year after. But now it's the same thing. Like, the post that is actually posted over there, you just see it now. People are just more connecting, are, are like more um, close. Interconnected. So, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And have you um, worked with clients who have told you like, uh, I like this TikTok trend, I want to try it? Oh, yeah. Okay, and how, yeah. how has that been? <laughs> sometimes it's like, what, no? And like sometimes, oh, yeah, let's do it, you know? I would get a lot of bloggers that like would say, let's do the same transition videos. Like, okay, that's going to take hours, but yeah, it's going to be fun and let's do it, you know? Okay. I love creative minds. Like, I love someone that really can challenge me. Okay. Yeah. And have you tried creatively, like try different things, different textures, different colors to get in something new? Have you tried something trendy yourself? Yes. I mean, yeah, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, a lot. I I would I think it's it's really not smart to really Mm. just like be in your own identity and just do your own work, do your own style. I think it's really good to be updated and to have all the trends. Cause that's what really people want to see but i've always been doing that like if i see a trend going in la then i would just like post the video right away like it's it's that what really keeps the people excited about like okay. the next post or like the next video and how has the reaction been going from social side i think it's good okay. i mean you can say that too right I got <laughs> over two hundred thousand followers on instagram i think it's I mean, not, it's you're doing fine. something right yeah it's like fine not like yeah but it's it's fine content <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I want to move towards something a little bit different. Um, something that's essentially more permanent rather than because makeup essentially at, at the end of the day you're just going to remove your makeup and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Plastic surgery is something different mm-hmm. because you're doing something permanent. So I wanted to know your thoughts regarding this because you know you're at least an expert in one of those. So what are your thoughts regarding plastic surgery versus makeup? I mean. I love plastic surgeries, but I wouldn't really replace them with like the makeup side. I think I think they're both like serve the same thing, like the same end goal. But plastic surgeries, if you think that you need it and you keep doing like you keep contouring your nose with like the makeup every day, then go do a nose job. If you keep doing the same thing every day and it's annoying you and it's like taking time, then yeah, make it a permanent thing. Mm-hmm. But if it's not really essential and it's not like really hurting your like everyday today job, then I, I wouldn't really do it. Like there's a lot of stuff now that you can do that keeps makeup on like a permanent 
like you know makeup without really doing plastic surgeries. Well, now you're gonna have to tell me more about that because I have no oh, idea. Oh, it's about that. it's awesome. Like for example, like eyebrows. Like mm-hmm. I have very skinny eyebrows, uh-huh. but you can't see it now because obviously I have a lot of makeup on. Uh-huh. But you can actually have this like uh, permanently. Like mm-hmm. you would go to a, to a place where you like you would get your brows microbladed, okay. and that would just like stay on, just like a permanent like you know makeup. Is there anything else beside the brows? Oh, face. You can have permanent foundation. Like you would wake up every day having foundation on. A lipstick too. You would like literally have lip tint for 30 days without putting lipstick. I haven't heard of these. Oh, yeah. Are these in the U.S. exclusively or have you seen them here? Oh, no. These are like here a lot. Yeah. A lot of people like, you know, for example, the lashes, which Mm -hmm. I do not advise anyone anyone to do because it's better to like have lashes that is Mm -hmm. like, you know, like, you know, strips. And obviously from doll's lashes, it's the best. (laughs) A little shameless plug there. (laughs) I mean, this really has a lot of side effects. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, permanent makeup has a lot of side effects, which is I just wish people could be like more educated first before getting into it because mm-hmm. everyone was like in it and then it was like oh i lost my hair i lost my my like you need to know first the side effects and like okay. the risk and then get into it but i don't have any like issues with it okay and yeah, as you said you have yeah. dolls lashes yeah definitely. entrepreneur yeah. right here <laughs> <laughs> yes. love it um so yeah, it dolls lashes, um, a huge line. Yeah. In a very saturated market in the U.S. It's specifically. A small business, yeah. yeah. So how have you been like keeping your competitive edge sharp when comparing yourself? Oh no, when you're you're fighting your way through the same market, including juggernauts like the Kardashians yeah. and others. So yeah. how have you been navigating that? I think the market is really big for a lot of competition, which is really good. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I, I would never really compete with like the Kardashians. I don't think I'm I'm at that level yet, yet, yet. yet. But <laughs> a few lines under the word yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they really helped in like setting the market. I think they set that trend and they fulfill it with like a lot of businesses. Like mm-hmm. they set the need and then they get the service, which is really good because it creates the like the need, which then small businesses can actually contribute in it. Mm-hmm. We can also serve them too. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I think that was really good for for me. Also. I'm Egyptian, woman, young. I think that really helped. People a lot want to like support women entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. Egyptians too. In LA, I think it's really rare to to find Egyptians that are in the field, Mm -hmm. which is really interesting for them. So I think that was really good too. And how was that? How was, like, if you've, uh, if anybody asked about your brand, like, oh, she's Egyptian. How was that reaction? It was awesome. Like, Uh I think that really made me very unique to stand out. Mm -hmm. I mean, the first second when I introduced my name, they would know that I obviously I have a thick accent. And then they were like, oh, you're not from here. You're Egyptian, right? You're like Arabic. And I was like, yeah, I'm Egyptian. And I have this and this and that. So it keeps like it breaks the ice. Mm -hmm. And also it just makes you feel like, I don't know, for some reason, people love the how to say this. I don't know how to say this. Like when you, <laughs> like even there, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I just don't know the right word, but it's it's like people love or get attracted to like the different or like the exotic, the, yeah, the exotic. Mm-hmm. Like you're odd, and that okay. what excite them the most. So here, because 
I went to like like LA that excites them but over mm-hmm. there because I'm Egyptian that that's so a whole other it, level it like worked like you know both like no best ways. of both so, worlds yeah okay, yeah perfect yeah. and uh, would you consider like Dolls Lashes your first step towards more of a makeup line definitely and yeah you just mentioned that you've been to to factories so yes 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 that's the dream <laughs> but it's really taking it's it's really hard too but it's but i am gonna do it and let's just like you know manifest it out like we're doing it <laughs> uh, but good things takes time and i'm okay with that i just need to have a lot of patience um and yeah and um you've been, you've dabbled into modeling art again and some music i'm like a sing musician (laughs) some music i've heard the la 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 cover and so are these just gonna stay hobbies or are you gonna pursue one of them probably soon musician never no i just love it like just like you know painting i love playing a piano like i love it but it's it's you know like you know just the same as like a painting same thing hobby um modeling I think we kind of do this every day just like being on Instagram I think people called me that just because I'm on Instagram so I think I'm just gonna be always a model but I'm mainly looking forward to be just beauty entrepreneur and like the expert yeah kind of like that <laughs> we need a, a makeup that's issue a- call, call Dolly call Dolly now that's what I really want not mm-hmm. only the makeup artist not really that but just like the business side of it that's okay. what I'm really interested in there's there's been a lot of talk in this even though this has been like something that's been dying out for years now like animal testing in when it comes to makeup mm-hmm. it's been a, a there's been like walks marches and things like against it for years uh, i'm certain 100 your your brand does not do this how has this affected your industry at the moment or has this been like dying out or is it still ongoing i mean it's great that it's actually dying out and i would really advise people to not buy from any brand that is actually still testing on animals but i think it's like really rare now But yeah, definitely 100% against it. And my lashes brand, as you mentioned, we never test on like any like kind of animals. When I got into the lashes business, Mm -hmm. we had the opportunity to work with like fur, with like real fur, which is so expensive, which is so luxurious, but I never opt into it. It was so against all the values, the morals. So definitely working with only faux mink at the moment, yeah. When doing makeup, there's... There isn't, there isn't kind of a, uh, an age limit when starting using makeup on yourself. But how young is too young or when should they not get into that? Because as you said earlier, you said there's sometimes side effects. Sometimes they're too young to add something like that on their skin. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I think definitely if they're like younger than like 15, I would really ask the parents to be more like super visioning it i think i think that would be better like i started wearing makeup when i was like 16 but my mom my my mom mom. (laughs) my mom was like on top of me of like what i'm doing what i'm actually wearing how much i am wearing but it breaks my heart when i see on a tiktok that like 13 year old doing all like full face makeup and the coverage and the smoky eyes the lashes you really need to know that there's a lot of side effects to that and it's you don't even need it that's not the thing that that it needs now and it just there's a lot of side effects and I, i and i wish TikTok or like social media wasn't that affecting to us, but it is, which is sad, but it is true. I think 17, 18, that's a good age to start, start wearing makeup. 
Yeah. Well, a little birdie told me that you worked here in Scoop Empire for even for a little while on a project. Yes. Is that true? How was that like? Oh my god, it was so fun. I loved working with Scoop Empire. They literally like home for me because mm -hmm. they were like the second shoot that I've ever like got hired to. Mm -hmm. So I love this place. I think they're so amazing and like really um, working with new artists with like very young art like i was 16 so uh -huh. they they have really focused more or like like cared more about what i was doing like the talent the work rather than just like oh she's super young she's not gonna do anything right you know what i mean so it was so encouraging and i really loved working with scoop empire yeah do you have any advice for any young woman who's looking into going into that industry definitely as i mentioned to you before connections 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 networking knowing a lot of people especially if you're in like early 20s you're at like you know uni i think the best thing to do is to really connect with a lot of people like you're never gonna know who's your next partner who's your next the boss like he could be sitting next to you at this i don't know class so you really need to network a lot i really believe that it just kind of like you know begets a lot of opportunities to have it in the future so i think this is really important like just invest in a lot of social skills and like knowing people to make friends yeah the only thing i'd add to that is study because as you studied yeah, a lot study, of books the, the bobby brown books other Definitely. books and things like yeah. that and get a business class please yeah that's very important even if you're going to mm -hmm. be a makeup artist only without having the business have a business class because it, it's going to really help you to market yourself to really know how like how to get the client how to talk to the client how to get the sale how to like pay it's a lot of stuff in it just like get a business class it's well thank you very much yeah. for being here you're awesome <laughs> thank uh, you <laughs> i hope the best for you and uh hopefully we're gonna see your uh your makeup brand soon definitely yeah just don't forget to send us a box i'm not gonna use <laughs> it personally but <laughs> somebody yeah. else <laughs> cool thank well, you thank you thank you very much for listening and uh, of course you can catch our podcast behind the scoop brought to you by scoop empire everywhere you get your own podcast so apple google and so on see you on the next one bye